What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. <laughs> Your weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terence? With a touch of reality. With a touch of reality in Terence's <laughs> deep and sexy and hoarse voice. We have. Are we? Are we? Are we officially? Saying it's a weekly podcast. I don't know, man. I, I, part of me died when I said that just now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weekly part podcast. No, yeah. I mean, I think thrice weekly was always a, was always a, you know, experiment, right? It wasn't Actually, a yeah. guaranteed thing. No, la, we were doing it for how long already? It's just that uh, I don't think it was an experiment, man. In fact, I was going to say that um, now we have a, our, our intern who's joined us already. I think thrice weekly should still be the target, man. Target lah, but uh, sometimes it's not even the it's not even about us. Uh, sometimes it's about the headlines uh, also, you know. So I, I can't kind of always say it's a it's a failing of of targets or anything like that. Because I know I know the productivity guru uh, is 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 like oh we got to set the target, but sometimes it's like you know if the even the quality of the the stories also is not there. No lah, but the reality is the past the there have been other circumstances the past few weeks which didn't allow us to do three times a week. Uh, and I don't don't give me this productivity guru thing. Uh. We be we were doing it for how long already? No, no. Even the even during that period, I think I'm sure there were instances where it was two, twice a week, more than three times. Uh. Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it wasn't it wasn't always. By the way, that's the yeah uh, That's the thing. That's that's the reality of trying to. Produce content in the world that, uh, that that where there is a lot of content around. Right? Mm. What a somber way to start the podcast, Terence. It is. It is. I'm as as you can tell from my voice. I'm not a hundred percent, but I haven't been a hundred percent for like a month or two already. Mm. So uh, I'm just I'm just like I said, being realistic about things. Uh. Don't worry, I will yeah. balance it with the with the optimism. Overdose of optimism. Overdose. I'll overdose yeah. when I need to overdose, man. Yeah. Yeah. But how was your how was your weekend otherwise? Um, weekend was good, man. Weekend was good. I think we we had a good chance to catch the Rishi's first live show mm. uh, back on Friday, mm. and uh, bumped into a couple of uh, uh, Yellow Butt listeners as well mm, mm, who that's came true. To say hi. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Grace for coming over to say hi. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was pretty awesome just seeing the whole comedy scene back together, live shows, packed room. Uh, yeah, and just and just having fun on a Friday night. Uh. Yeah, and shout out to I think Kevin as well who also messaged us saying they saw us. Um, but but yeah, I think it was great to see also Rishi back in his element, uh, performing on stage. Because uh, the last time, the past two years. It, even when we did our own event, it was never. There was always social distancing, mm. and it's so nice to be at an event where there's no more social distancing. Um, and just yeah, it felt like oh shit. There, there's the the beauty of of uh, a packed house, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. so that was fun. That was fun. I mean, I mean, I won't deny lah. It was uh, nervous sitting next to people, you know, like like literally next to people because I haven't done that in a while. Mm. Yeah, so, uh, but it was okay. It was fine. It worked out. Oh, you were nervous, ah? Uh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, no, not just for myself, but even for them. Because uh, at the point last week, I just gotten well from like, a, a, you know, a pretty bad case of tonsillitis as well. Uh. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. True, so I just true, wanted true. to be sure I wasn't spreading too many germs around. True, true. But but cool. We've, we've got some interesting topics to dive into today. But before that... Correct. Before that, we do want to just uh, do a little plug for something that we haven't plugged in, plugged for a long time. It is uh, that uh, if you listen to this podcast, you enjoy it, wherever you're listening to, it'd be great if you could just leave a, a rating. I know Spotify has the the one to five star rating, Apple as well. I don't know about other podcast players. Um, but yeah, we, I mean, just yeah, just, just, just if you want to just show your support, it would be, it would be nice. Lah. Yeah, yeah. Give the, the the full five star rating, man. Yeah, the full five star rating, man. Because yeah. it's all about the five stars. Yeah, it's all about the five stars. Cool. Cool. All right. Okay. The first topic. Uh, yes. Should I should I do the honors? Please do. Okay. It is the. Uh, it came out I think five days ago. 
ahead of Ping Dot Weekend. Um, the the results of a survey that was done by Ipsos, which is the Institute of uh, what does Ipsos stand for? Ipsos. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's. There was a survey of like five hundred people done uh, towards uh, attitudes on same sex relationships, lah. Um, oh, sorry. Ipsos is a market research firm, and it yeah, just I don't found think it stands for anything, right? Yeah, I for some reason I thought it was part of the Institute oh. of Policy Studies in Singapore, no, but no, that's IPS. No, a, yeah, this one is the Independent Polling System of Society, Ipsos. Oh, so it is a market research firm, lah. Yeah, yeah, independent. Yeah. Ah, okay, it's so independent. So, so basically, one of the the, the high level finding was that support for Section three seven seven A. Uh, which is the law that criminalizes homosexual sex, a uh, homosexual, um, actually just uh, anal anal sex lah, or basically any mm. um, any non heterosexual sex. The law that criminalizes it, um, support for it has dropped. Um, yeah. Generally lah, generally, and we'll go into the numbers, mm. but it came out yeah right before Ping Dot Weekend lah. Correct. Yep. Yeah, and well, I speaking mean, of which, how was your yeah. how like like what was. What did Ping Dot Weekend mean for you? Um, what did it mean for me? Like, uh, I'm glad that it's it's uh, happening again. I'm glad mm. that it's back. I'm glad that uh, that people are gathering again uh, for this cause. I personally wasn't there, but I just thought, okay, it's we haven't had it for two years, but it's nice to have it back, lah. Mm, I see. Yeah, I see. for you. Do you know anyone who went for Ping Dot? Um, I think a handful of people. Yeah, but it did feel like I. I remember a few years ago when Ping Dot Weekend came came around. It was it. It felt like it was more in mainstream con- mainstream consciousness than it was this weekend. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. what about I, you? I, I? I can't help but feel that as well. I think some people mentioned to me as well. They didn't even realize that it was Ping Dot Weekend, and and that it was going on as per normal and everything. Mm. Um. So I guess yeah. I, I don't know whether it's a publicity thing or because like. I think previous years, there's like every time the ambassador of Pink Dot was announced or something like that. There, there's usually like a press release and all these things, right? Yeah. But um, for the life of me this year, I don't think I remember any ambassador being announced or anything like that. Uh. Oh yeah, that's or, true. Uh. Last time right? there was Nathan Hartono, there was Hirzi, yeah. there was there Luna. was Tosh, Tosh at one point, and then he got caught up for some old tweets and stuff oh, yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, yeah, I didn't get that sense of, of uh, a monumental event, uh, this time round lah. Uh, but yeah, like you, I'm, I'm still, I'm still glad it's, it's back. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's a real marker that maybe things are getting back to normal. In yeah, and I mean, like just building off what you said, like one of the reasons why I wasn't there was because I, I mean, I wasn't aware that it was happening this weekend. I would totally admit that. Mm. Um and when it happened, I was like, "Oh shit! Uh, was it this weekend?" Uh, so yeah, that that's where it felt like. Okay, I, I think there were now looking back, there was chatter online, but it was very isolated, lah. Whereas a few years ago, it felt like it was across the board. Maybe because in previous years there was also more drama, like you know, in twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, when the foreign companies were not allowed to to sponsor. I think 2017 and 2018, like 120 Singapore companies stepped up to give the sponsorship. But yeah. I mean, 2019 was probably the last big one, and then boom, COVID. Right. Mm. So 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 yeah. So but I mean, it's interesting to see this survey come out and essentially, yeah, uh, they pulled 500 people. Um, even though that feels like a fucking small number, there mm. was a uh, assurances from Ipsos that um, it it. it It reflected Singapore's overall population distribution, lah. The mm. respondents were aged between 18 and uh, 18, 18 and above, and it met the national quotas on age, gender, and ethnicity, lah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, when you saw this headline come out, what were what were some of your first thoughts, ah? Uh? uh, I mean, it's I thought it was perfect timing. This mm. time before, before. Um, Pink dot, mm. uh, but maybe the, I mean the 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 other side is that it also because it's actually a a move in the right direction, right? In terms of uh, general people's attitudes, uh, shifting away from opposing, uh, from uh, I mean shifting in, in the right direction, lah, right? To in the right direction of of 
uh, more inclusiveness and openness to minorities around us, right? Mm. So maybe that is the same reason also that uh, there wasn't that same fire, you know, like like, like you mentioned, to to have to go to Pink Dot to make your voice heard. Oh, because you're literally. <laughs> I mean, the surveys are, are proving that hey, it is. It is happening even without us having had picked up for the last two years already, yeah. You know. Oh, so you're so, saying it's almost like the fire under our asses are not as bright because it feels like yeah you know, things are getting better. Yeah, yeah. Imagine with the headline was like something like uh, you know, majority of Singaporeans still think uh Singapore's not ready for a gay prime minister or something like that. Mm. Uh, then then everyone will be fired up and then they'll go to Pink Dot and yes, I, I support having a gay prime minister and that kind of thing. Actually, yeah, that's but, true because yeah, now <laughs> I see this and I'm like, oh, okay lah, then done ready lah. Then don't need to go for Pink Dot ready. Maybe that was what was going through my head. Uh, without even me realizing it, because now looking back, I mean, even Shamugam himself said before that you know the government is carefully considering the best way forward and consulting different groups on their viewpoints. A few yeah. years ago, the message was like, you know what, fuck all of you, we're not going to re- repeal three seven seven A, and it felt like it was yeah. more urgent, lah. Yeah, and then remember when they enacted that the foreign companies cannot fund three seven seven. Yeah, uh, everyone was like, fuck that. Then everyone was like, fuck that shit. I'm bringing my pink IC and going straight <laughs> yeah, down. <laughs> Right now, just to make the numbers count. And, yeah. yeah. I think that was when we also went down. Like, yeah, and then I, they I set up barriers. You know, they set up those iron gate barriers <laughs> and everything. And it felt like, whoa, this is so bad. Now it feels like, oh, okay, this is like NDP, NDP light, uh, you know. Oh, shit. That is, that is in some way good, in some way horrifying uh, that people become yeah. so complacent. I mean, if, I mean, not saying that, uh, putting on my tinfoil hat, if that was like a... You know the the very in the, the political genius of like people who maybe still would not want to repeal three seven seven a. That is that is a brilliant strategy, like Almost make it seem like you care without actually just knowing that the people on the um who are maybe uh, not directly impacted but still care would be like oh like like what you said like oh okay lor. okay next cause to move on to. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! But I, I, I don't think that's the case, lah. I hope that's I not mean, the case, I, la. But it's. I doubt it, lah. I, I mean, I mean, be a, a real like political savant or something, lah. Some yeah. genius to come up with this kind of tactic. Yeah, because I mean, even like I think uh, it was in in March when the government themselves, the their research arm or their research body called Reach, um, put out a survey to hear from from people and that there's a different survey from this survey and that was the one that I remember going viral to the point where the government closed it after maybe a week due to overwhelming response mm. and that one got like 30,000 responses apparently like I don't know I don't know when those results are going to be shared or when the out findings are going to be shared but uh, yeah it felt like oh shit this is this this kind of survey would be unheard of like a few years ago like. Yeah, yeah. Right. But but I mean this survey still had some interesting things to take note of. La. So mm. I mean off the bat, um the last time this survey was done in twenty eighteen, fifty five percent uh did not support uh same sex relationships. Mm. Um but now it is down to forty four percent. Oh sorry. And that's, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. it's a it's a big ass deal. And and sorry, I correct myself. It was more about the, the supporting the the three seven seven A of the penal code. So fifty-five percent supported the law in twenty eighteen, and now only forty-four percent. So it's down eleven percent, like That's almost twenty percent of fifty-five percent. Yeah, but I think the more important thing there is that you can no longer just off the cuff just say a majority of Singaporeans support withholding. Uh, you know, uh, support mm. uh keeping three seven seven A there. Yeah, you know, yeah. you just can't say that anymore. You just it becomes it's a less than half lah. So, I mean, can you say it's a minority? Maybe not minority, but you definitely cannot say majority of Singaporeans think that way, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so you can't say that anymore. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, but the at the opposite end of the spectrum, there were 12% who opposed the law. Um, uh, in 2018, right? In 2018. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, now 20% are against it now, which also shows yeah. that that people who are against the law is also growing in numbers, lah. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so I mean, overall, the the thing is, back in twenty eighteen, uh, for the people who neither oppose nor uh, 
like supported it it, it numbered at 33% yeah uh this year it's 36% so there's still like a third mm. of singapore who just doesn't give a fuck lah yeah they, they they basically to them whether status quo or it doesn't really matter lah right yeah it doesn't matter so so i mean it, it it's i guess it's a step in the right direction i wouldn't say right because right also subjective uh it's a step in a direction that i'm happy about lah correct correct but right. remember this also this survey also comes out the same week that, um you know the 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 recent pixar movie Lightyear mm. which is the origin story of Buzz Lightyear yeah. a very beloved toy story character yeah uh yeah I received a what NC16 rating in Singapore yeah um you know for Pixar movie to receive receive an NC16 rating that's um I mean Pixar is meant to be you know mostly kid friendly like right mm. so NC16 almost you know takes away a huge chunk of the market because um because and, of yeah, the same sex of, uh, case or something right Yes, there was a same-sex kiss between uh, two characters. I haven't, I haven't seen the movie myself, mm. so I, I can't talk to how gratuitous the the kiss was. But but um, but nonetheless, yeah, it was still a big point of contention about um, how ready are Singaporeans or you know for 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 depictions of of uh, you know gay people just living life as per normal in society mm, in mm, Singapore, mm. yeah. So I mean, authorities still think we're not ready for that. Uh, but what 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 do you think of 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 that whole whole hoo ha? The 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 Buzz Lightyear thing. Uh? Yeah, I think I think it still feels like Singapore, by and large, right now, uh, is not going to be repealed anytime soon because the status quo is that okay, like no same sex marriages. Um, yeah. so when that Buzz Lightyear thing came out, I was like, ah, fuck. Um. It's just it's exactly like what we have seen over the years, like you know, with that with that book about the the same sex penguin couple, um, the Beauty and the Beast. Also, I think Beauty and the Beast. Also, there was there was something, some some petition mm. against it, right? I don't think it was uh, activated, but there was still some up uproar over there. But when I see surveys like this, it feels like okay, lah. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time before things change. But for now, this is the, still the same shitty status quo, lah. Yeah, because I think ultimately the survey still, uh, if anything, it still shows that about seventy percent, uh, want to keep the status. I would not say want to keep the status quo lah. Either want to or don't, can't really be bothered whether it's kept as the status quo lah, right? Yeah. Because because just taking the number of people who support the law plus those who don't really care one way or the other lah, right? And uh, you know the group that really wants to enact change that's about one in five people lah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I guess the question is whether that one in five people uh, will one day be able to convince the other four people in this group, you know, to to make that change. Uh. I mean, in some way, the there was also another aspect of the survey, like, like uh, apparently, forty five percent of respondents said they had become more accepting of same sex relationships compared with three years ago. So this is just—it's not a number of how many people are accepting of it. It's amongst those interviewed uh, and surveyed, how many felt that they have become more accepting. So forty-five yeah. percent. That's almost like almost half are more accepting of it now than they were back then. And even along the age lines between eighteen to twenty-nine, sixty-seven percent felt they had become more accepting. And then uh, for fifty years and older, twenty-nine percent. So like almost a third of the so-called uh, boomers, lah. Boomers. The boomers, the boomers uh, have also had their mindsets uh, change slightly, lah. So when yeah. you see that kind of stuff, you're like, oh, okay. So it's not just the the younger folk who are skewing the results. Seems like the older folk also are uh, are somewhat open, lah. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, all in all, I think, yeah, lah. Maybe the last couple of years with COVID, everything uh, there's a bit more of a Yeah, live and let live kind of attitude, even amongst the older people. Mm. You know, they, or, uh, yeah, then then they realize like, yeah lah. It's it's. I mean, life is is life is short lah. You know, mm. you spend all the time worrying about how other people, what other people are doing in their bedrooms. You know, where's where's sort out your own bedroom first? Huh? Wait, well, what was that bedroom thing again? No, just saying that life is short. You know, rather than worry about what other people do in their bedrooms. 
you know, should sort out what's happening at your own home, in your own house first, lah. Oh, but but this one is also not just what's happening in people's bedrooms, right? It's also outside, man. Oh yeah, lah, yeah, lah. I'm saying, I'm saying that the, um, the the general perception of of uh, towards homosexual relationships mm. and all, lah, and then being worried about how people are exposed to them because uh, actually. Um, I think it's important to to. I know we were just talking about it um, briefly. Excuse me, but actually, is I think it's an important point to raise also is that some. Uh, I mean, some more conservative people I know. Um, their argument is not so much against the depiction of of homosexuality in in, in films and everything. Uh, their fear is the depiction of homosexuality uh, in in media that is that is consumed by children mm. especially targeted at children for example mm. like like buzz like yeah right well, i mean whatever you want to say about pixar being you know oh it's good enough to be adult animation all that kind of stuff and the quality of storytelling but but at the end of the day you know the general perception is that animation is targeted at children right mm. so uh i mean i have had some christian friends who like yeah, you know, you, you go ahead and do it in, in like all the adult films, all the, all the you know the the the, the adult films and, and 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 all that that me and my wife watch. Uh, but once you start going to the realm of my children and all that, that's where I will I will try and stop you. Uh, mm. you know. Um, and from my from my understanding of what where the mindset comes from is is that they don't believe that the children are capable of. Of uh, making decisions uh, for themselves about certain things, uh, even when it comes down to like things like the sexuality and all that, and uh, just being exposed to, uh, you know, different lifestyle and all is is they feel is uh, will make the children want to want to tend towards experimenting and, and things like that lah. As opposed to they they don't think on the positive side of it of of being exposed to different types of groups and, and marginalized groups and minorities and all that and being more uh, empathetic to to how their how uh, their lives are mm. you know, they don't think of that positive aspect of it they only they see mostly the negative sides of things uh. so um, yeah I mean it's a it's a but it is something to think about uh, you know as a as a parent like you know like uh, when when uh, you know, are you being approved by saying that you you reject society's, uh, you reject society's timeline for when when your child is ready for these kinds of discussions and all, mm. or, or is it or is it entirely up to you as a parent? Is that your 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 right to do so? You know, because you you could argue that he's not saying that he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to. Eventually, he will have to talk to his kids about the birds and the bees, right? Mm. And and the sexuality. It's just that he doesn't want it to be foisted upon him like you know when they just when they just want to go out and watch a movie la, or anything like that la, you know? or even not just the birds and the bees it's the birds and the birds and the bees and the bees also la. the birds and the bees yeah 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 so so imagine you you watch a movie thinking that it's just mindless entertainment and you know able to keep your kids entertained for a while then next thing you know your kid wants to sit you around and talk to you about about some serious uh, sexuality issues and all that, right? Mm. And then he feels that he's not ready. He's not ready for that. For for that for that timeline to be foisted on him. So how how do you feel given that you're a parent as well? And at some point you're gonna have to confront this uh, at least earlier than than me, Um, I'm okay with it, In the sense that um. I, I try to see the the more positive side of of exposing your kid to exposing your kid to to real people out there. I mean, we're talking about a good ten percent of our human population, you know. Mm. So I think it, it's it's uh something that needs to be addressed uh, sooner rather than later, lah. I think so. I, so that's my thought, lah. How about you? Uh, I guess it's one of those things that I mean, uh. I think it, you brought up a good point because it's something that I don't think many people consider. Lah. And the one thing that made me consider this for the first time recently was uh, when I think previously, I you know, on a previous podcast, I I said one my one shook thing was a trailer for a controversial documentary on 
uh, called What is a Woman? So they have been getting a lot of backlash, a lot of polarization. And it's just, um, it's it's more like a right-wing documentary questioning the whole thing. But I think it posed some interesting questions. But on one excerpt where the guy Matt Walsh was invited onto Dr. Phil's um, show uh, alongside a, a panel of people from the community, they also brought on two uh, parents who were petitioning against their school. And I was wondering, okay, mm. are these going to be like super conservative, super right-wing uh, parents? And they came on and they said something similar to what your friend said. They were like, um, you know, they fully support the the, the LGBTQ plus uh, movement, the trans movement, but they were petitioning against their school because their school were giving homework assignments to their eight-year-old children to talk about mm. gender identity. Mm. And they were like, why is it being given to an eight-year-old child? Like this, mm. this new thing that is is a it's a very heavy topic, lah. And I know that mm. is gender identity, uh, but but sexuality, um, it's also something that is 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 still new. I remember when we were growing up, the whole concept of heterosexual sex also wasn't talk, talked about much in school. Um, yeah. I remember, yeah, like how people have all these different stories about how they found out how intercourse happens and all that. So yeah. so now for same-sex sexual relationships, I think watching that excerpt and then listening to what you just said, I think it is very real thing, which maybe a few years ago, I would have been like, oh, you know, that parent, your friend, the parent is like, you know what, you know, you need to support a whole movement, but it is a real concern. And, yeah. and I think it's, yeah. it's a very... How you say? Uh, it, it's a it's a tricky thing to navigate because I can totally imagine. I don't know lah. Like, just throwing something out there. Maybe thirty years ago, people were like, "Okay, I only want my kids to go to a school with people of the same race," because they're not like maybe they're that young. They're not capable of thinking a certain way and understanding. Oh, why do this? Does that kid look different from me? Put them all together, and then when they're older, introduce them to their first Indian friend or their first Chinese friend lah. Yeah. I know that sounds like a just like a slippery slope kind of thing, but it feels like yeah, I can I could have seen that happening then and maybe this is the challenge of our generation. Uh, right? Mm. Be- because because when you say you are okay with it, that means I'm sure you fully acknowledge the fact that you might have to have some some more elaborate discussions with your kids uh when the topic yeah. comes up. Uh. Yeah, yeah, because I think you you brought a good point uh, in that um you know, sexuality, even for people like you and me, our generation, right? I think it probably, we only really like engaged a lot more with it. Uh, probably like later in, in, our, in our puberty. No, not later in our puberty, but probably, I don't know. For me, it was like, like close to the end of primary school or something like that. Where, you mean engage in it, like just the 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 knowledge of it, lah. Just the, actually, just the knowledge. I thought you were saying engaging in, in no, stuff no, no, like that. No, no, <laughs> not getting schools, relationships yeah. or having having intercourse or anything like that. Oh, okay, okay. Get okay, yeah. your mind out of gutter. <laughs> That's why I was like, whoa, Darren, yeah, whoa, is, calm, calm down, man. Twelve-year-old kids. <laughs> but yeah, just just even the general interest or anything like that, lah. You know. Yeah. And understanding that, oh, okay, I'm you know attracted to to. Uh, to, to girls or anything like that, like, right? Mm. Uh, I think that came, you know, pretty pretty late for... I think our generation is not... It wasn't something that we would openly talk about in school until, like, you know, you're a bit older, like 11 or 12 or something like that, like, right? Mm. Uh, I, but I, I, from what I understand, kids these days are exposed to all this much earlier. Yeah. Uh, because of the internet and the easy availability of... of of things. And just in general, media is just much more... You know the depiction of of uh, sex and 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 sexuality in media is much more uh, uh, open these days, lah. Right. Mm, mm. So that's why to me it's 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 I can't take the same standards I had on uh, that that I grew up with, and and apply them to my my kid, lah. I don't think that's that's the I think that's a that, that that's that'll be a bit too slow, really, lah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's why I I feel there is a a need to sort of tackle it. Uh, Head on, and yes, it is probably more challenging, lah. Uh, but but um, that's why hopefully you know, uh, having more discussions about these things also helps to arm parents with the tools to talk to children about it more more coherently, lah. You know, mm. rather than, than to use racial slurs. I mean, not racial. I mean, like slurs and things that, that to describe certain things and, and all, lah. Right. Yeah. So the, yeah, that's why I think it's. 
it's one of those things that we we don't want to go to a place where it becomes the easy response uh saying that okay there's not enough knowledge out there so i don't want to talk about my about this with my kid yet lah um yeah. because like already the topic of sex as a child growing up is really such a a big and taboo thing then if there's same sex stuff if if people do realize when they're younger when they start developing going through puberty uh, developing the i don't know just the attraction to the same sex this is like the next layer which can be fucking challenging lah so mm. yeah so that's why when you when your friend was saying that, i mean I can understand the concern, but it's also something. Then, then what needs to change? Probably the the education, the resources for parents um, to to kind of how you say uh, confront these sort of questions. Uh. Mm, mm. I don't know what 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 resources there are out there for parents um, to talk about this with their kids, lah. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I'll probably find out soon, but um, at the same time, yeah, lah. It's it's. We, we it's kind of something um i think the parents also have to take it upon themselves yeah. to want to to do it because it's uh you can have all the resources and all the to help the world i mean you can search the internet and everything lah but but it's just uh, whether the parents really want to do it lah you know but in your in the older generation folk that you interact with like i mean family outside family and all that, do you also sense a change or is it just a topic that never comes up Uh, never comes up, man. Never comes yeah, up. Yeah, I think for me also. Yeah, <laughs> <For me> also. <laughs> I don't see no uncles of mine, you know, talking about this or anything. You like. try, you try. You like bringing up this in social conversations, right? You try next time your your next family, big family gathering, what Chinese New Year next year? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if anything, it's just uh, uh, I I think it's just yeah, people don't talk about it that much. They just sort of like uh, yeah lah, you know, let let people live how they want to live. They kind of they kind of comment lah. Mm. Uh, that's that's as pos- probably as positive as it gets really lah. Mm, yeah. mm, mm. I see, I see. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. like, uh, uh, I mean, Rice Media put out uh, an interesting article titled "Our Survey Shows Not Enough Singaporeans Understand Section Three Seven Seven A That Needs to Change," and because they commissioned their own survey of like a thousand people, um, and just just the approach they took was like, okay. Comparing the knowledge that individuals have about three seven seven a versus their uh, perspectives on it, lah. Um, yeah. So they found, yeah, a lot of people who didn't understand three seven seven a also were ambivalent towards whether anything needs to be done about it or not, lah. So, mm. so their whole point was also like, okay, there needs to be more education about the whole topic, lah. So I thought that yeah. was a that was an interesting um, approach to it as well. We we'll put the link. Of that, uh, the article in the show notes, yeah, but correct. but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess, like, like what, what you said, the fervor of Ping Dot. I'm sure there was, but it felt like it didn't translate to the mass population as much this year as it did the last year. And maybe, maybe there will be a point of time in future where Ping Dot is not even required. I think that's the dream, right? Yeah, there, there, the there's dream, no right? more, there's no more Ping Dot because, uh, yeah, we've achieved uh, complete. Uh, You know, equality and meritocracy in Singapore and everything, lah. I mean, whether or not that is achievable. <laughs> Every August 9th, we we are reminded it has been achieved. Yeah, it, it, we, it, can it, achieve, achieve, we, we can, can achieve. We can achieve. No, but yeah. I mean, I I I I I do the the pink dot element. It's a, I I think it will just it will keep on keeping on, lah. If you know what I mean, like uh, sort of like an Earth Hour kind of thing, lah. Even just as a a reminder of mm. the you know certain uh, freedoms or whatever that had to be fought for, mm. uh, that have to be that the societal change that is possible even in a place like Singapore and all that lah. Mm. But know? just so, yeah, <laughs> one thing I just wanted to give a shout out as we're talking about you know the future and all, just building on what you said earlier about uh, how Buzz Lightyear at this point still got N sixteen rating. Um, there was a recent uh, picture posted by HDB about some BTO thing where they featured two characters that appeared to be same sex. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, the it it was it was kind of funny in in the sense that there was a a graphic showing um, what are my parents now and my parents like uh, uh, age sixty five like, like my parents age twenty nine, my parents age sixty five. And it was talking about HDB in general, um, showing how they 
they allow families to grow old together la. but the yeah. original couple was allegedly two women so then they amended the graphic quickly to kind of show that one is a man instead of a woman so it just yeah. felt it just felt funny you can imagine the 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 kerfuffle that that must have happened internally within HDB yeah 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 yeah, yeah because yeah. it was just yeah it was just funny la. it was just funny yeah i mean the uh, you know is Right now, is uh, doing marketing is is you got to be you have your finger on the pulse. Uh, you got to know everything that's going on. Yeah, man. Uh, and what people are discussing. One month, you know, we're in and, and everything. Yeah. Uh, the kind of stuff you put out. It's extra, extra, extra care and concern needs to be taken. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Cool, man. But yeah, cool. Cool, uh, cool. But yeah, I mean, uh, the wow. <laughs> this, I, this <laughs> the segway no king. The segway Yeah, I mean, I don't know whether I'm just off my game, but this one is like a complete like, um, you know. I think we talked, we spoke about some really deep topics, lah. <laughs> uh, and this one is like, it's very debatable, but it's something that I I just need to take some time to to bring myself to that level like like mm. dig a little hole and bring myself to that level to talk about <laughs> uh. yeah a bit a bit different from our earlier topic but what is this second topic that I cannot find a segue to oh yeah it's rare no that the segue king cannot find a segue yeah, it just shows how contrasting of a topic it is to the first topic uh. we go from something that is you know affecting lives uh, and humans and people to something that is still affecting a group of people. Um, yeah. And that news is that uh, on the good old citizen journalism website, Stomp, there was a little kerfuffle at a restaurant where the, the diners claimed that they were asked to pay $50 to bring cake into a restaurant at Fort Canning. Yeah. Um, kind of like a cockage fee for cakes. Yeah. Uh, but apparently the restaurant refutes the allegations and that restaurant is Le Jardin. Le Jardin, yeah. Oh, that's how you pronounce it in French? Eh? Yeah, like in French. Eh? Le Jardin. What does it mean? Garden. Garden. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's a re- French restaurant located at Fort Canning Park. So basically, this group uh, made a dinner reservation at uh, Le Jardin for a birthday celebration. When they turned up at a the restaurant, they were they were had an ex- external cake and they were told they had to pay a $50, cake, a $50 charge. La. So, yeah. so because the restaurant said no outside food was allowed, Um, yeah. And then there was a one-star review left on Google just saying that it, the place would go down as a one of the worst venues they have set foot in um, <laughs> and that they had given the restaurant a heads up over the phone that they were there to celebrate a birthday and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And yeah, so so the restaurant kind of just reiterated, okay, no outside food and drinks. Um, mm. And apparently the, the charge to bring in the cake is $20. Yeah, yep. Right, so... So, uh, yeah, supposedly la. they said that um, the the guest actually reserved an old grey lavender cake, which they refused to later they refused to purchase, so that they can enjoy their own cake with no cover fees. Mm. Uh, so, so there there was like a solution that the restaurant claimed that it it proposed. Uh. Mm. Yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah. So, what did you want to? Want to talk about this? I know you weren't the keenest to talk about this, lah. I'm, I'm okay, but but the I think one more fact is that um I think in response to the one star reviews mm. left on Google, there have been some people who uh, netizens uh, netizens uh, you know people on the internet who have come forward to give five star reviews to the Fort Canning restaurant, La Jardin, uh, because uh they want to counter the cheap skates who <laughs> refuse to pay the cockage fee. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so there are people out there who are on the restaurant side as well, and they are fighting a a, a, a battle on Google reviews as we speak, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I mean, like um, the the only time I've heard of cake cockage fees are like right now, you know, like for when my fiance and I were looking for wedding locations and all, right? Some did yeah. say that if you want to bring in your own wedding cake or whatever. If it, for when we were looking at restaurants, like I said, you will have to pay. Um, mm. And then I was thinking, oh, like, uh, that's interesting. And it was kind of surprising to me because I've only ever heard of beverage cockage. But this was a yeah. cake cockage. So when I saw this, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, 
Maybe it's a thing now. Yeah. But I mean, uh, just to go back to what, what I was saying, because I just looked it up. Mm. Uh, so now these five-star reviews uh, yeah. saying they're, they're like, nice place with no outside food. It's not a public park anyway. Uh, you know, there's a five-star review about 20 yeah. minutes ago. Half an hour ago. Amazing meal and glad that entitled Darren Wong wasn't there moaning about $20. He didn't get to have his cake and eat it. Mm. Uh, so yeah, a lot of people in the last uh, 24 hours have been putting up uh, five-star reviews to support the restaurants. Uh. Mm. To support the restaurant, yeah. But then, in fact, I would say it's uh, the bulk of them are all yeah, five-star five star reviews. There's like a couple of uh, one-star reviews. Yeah. But, but celebrating. Then, the uh, thing is I like... Mean, supporting, uh, what's his name, Darren. Yeah. But then, I, I, I think a lot of people would have had the experience where they go eat outside at a restaurant or a cafe or something and you do get a birthday cake beforehand and you give it to the staff and they will bring it out as and when. Like. And I think I I do recall quite a few experiences like that. Um, it almost felt like it's the norm, like, right? Which now looking back, that, that actually feels kind of weird. That if you're bringing a cake to a place that maybe even sells their own cakes, last time I don't think there would ever be any issue. Right. Have you yeah. have you ever faced any issue like that? Um uh, no, no. I mean I have brought cakes for events, uh, but uh yeah, I, I don't think I think like what you're saying, like most of the time it was just like okay, like, they'll just put it in the fridge and, and, and take it out later when you need. But maybe more recently, uh, the norms have changed a bit. Uh. Yeah. Right. Um uh, yeah, I, I think the the because everybody knows that okay like right now inflation is fucking high cost of goods is high um just the operating expenses of a restaurant I assume are also super high uh, or higher than before so now it's just like a kind of a, a a policy that that feels new but okay to me it it kind of makes sense uh it's just maybe this one was was um. How you say it? It's more like a he said, she said kind of situation. But the philosophical concept of a cake cockage, I'm actually okay with. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, the cake, it's, you, you kind of need to put the cake in the fridge as well, right? So you yeah. are using, sticking out space in the restaurant's uh, fridge in the kitchen. Uh, and then after that, for them to take out the cake and to put it on a plate and then get plates and forks for everyone. Uh, someone needs to wash all those all those utensils as well, right? Mm. Uh, so, uh, you know, they, it does take... Um, if someone, if a restaurant wants to charge cockage for it, I will accept it lah. As in, it is part of... You know you know how service uh, in Singapore, we always talk about how bad it is on it. But then we ask ourselves, are we really... Are we willing to pay for that better service, lah, right? Mm. And if a restaurant says, I'm going to charge you cockage for the cake... Then they jolly well come out with like you know plates and and forks and and everything and the the candles lit when it's brought out of the kitchen uh, you know yeah yeah so so I mean to me it's 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 part of the evolution of of um, the you know Singapore as a city and and Singaporeans or people living in Singapore as consumers as well uh, we we can't always be expecting like uh uh to get to get everything our way. And, and 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 to to you know like like treat every place like it's a it's a hawker center like I, do, I I come here I I throw my tissue down I eat whatever I want and everybody just follows my rules and and nothing else like you know yeah especially I mean like I can hear the one argument saying okay if a place doesn't have a cake why can't we bring our own cake um then in that case also like what you said I think is very true like we all we the you, you always see some one of the staff bringing out the cake, you know, maybe even singing a fucking song. Um, and that just comes like uh, with no extra charge or service fee. Feels a bit odd. La. And I can imagine one yeah. argument also saying that, yeah, but if they're going there for the birthday dinner, uh, chances are they are spending a good amount. This cake is no issue. But yeah, la, it's like, uh, it, it, it just feels like you're going to eat at some place and then you're bringing just because it's a birthday cake. Right. And and I guess yeah. if you want to celebrate anything, like promotional cake also can, breakup cake also can, resigning cake also can. It doesn't have to be a birthday yeah. cake. So yeah. maybe it's a maybe we're gonna see that happen more and more often. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think especially when, a, when if a restaurant has their own cakes and everything, right? Yeah. I think uh, if anything, it's more on the on the the person bringing the cake to actually double check with the restaurant mm. rather than the restaurant having to tell you like, oh, you can't you can't bring an outside cake or anything like that, lah. Maybe maybe next time we can try bring your your birthday pasta or something. You go to a restaurant and bring <laughs> a birthday pasta. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they would just immediately enact a pasta cockage or something. Yeah, they'd just be like, ah, fuck, who the fuck brings the pasta cockage, uh, birthday pasta? But they just let it be, lah. I guess one one equivalent that I see is like, uh, when I bring my kid out with me, right? I mm. I actually pack his his we actually pack his meal along as well, mm. and so he eats home cooked his own home cooked meal, lah, mm. at the restaurant, and we bought and we do get uh utensils from the restaurant and things like that. Uh, I've not been charged a, a, a toddler or baby cockage fee yet mm. for anything like that, thankfully. Uh, because they are, I guess they understand that it's just, uh, it's just part of the, it's the baby's diet. La. They can't get around it, la, right? You know, you can't, you can't suddenly be serving foie gras to your baby or anything like that, la, right? Mm. Uh, so, so that's fine. But, but, uh, cake-wise, I think, um, I would advise the yeah la, the, this this particular this particular user to to be a bit less of a Karen, uh, you know like FMB outlets have been struggling last few years, you know in Singapore we talk about service standards about raising service standards and things like that and cockage is is very much part of something that you expect when you go to uh, higher end restaurants as well mm. So 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 to to I mean to to. Treat it like you're going to, you know, I don't know, like, like a low-end restaurant or anything like that. It's, it's, uh, you're also just playing dumb, la, you know. You mm. don't go to these kind of places and spend $300 and then, and then expect it to be like McDonald's where you just walk in and do whatever the hell you want. La, right? Mm, mm. Then, yeah. then what if it's your kid's birthday and then you bring a birthday cake for your kid? I mean, even then, even, maybe even more so, I would be, I would want to pay a cockage, yeah. Because it's gonna get messy. Like I know my kid's gonna like make a fuss and everything, and I mm. feel pretty embarrassed about it. All the more I want to bring, uh, I would I would pay for a cockage. Yeah. I think they would throw a restaurant and do a pickle uh, because they might have cockage, but they're like, ah, fuck, it's a kid. How to how to put a damn uh, throw a spanner in the works of a of a kid celebration? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So how about you? If you if you were caught in the same situation as Darren, what would you do? Uh I mean. If if it was sprung up on site and I clarified before, then I'd be like, oh, uh, I would have appreciated that heads up. But if if it was part of the policy, I would actually be okay with it because same thing lah. Like you, uh, if you're gonna be using their utensils and you're gonna be using their fridge and all, and potentially annoying the other customers with your fucking birthday song, uh, yeah like, It's just it's just you pay a cockager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but the thing is about these kind of things is all just he says she says. But yeah. just thought the concept of a cake cockage was an interesting thing to talk about, la. Yeah, a cakeage, a cakeage. Oh, fuck la. I was trying to cake-age. avoid making that joke because I feel <laughs> we have moved past that. No, um, no, no. It's a, it's a, it's a word. I think it's 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 cake-age. gonna pick up. Oh my god! It's like god. when when you first heard the word selfie. You know, early 2010s. Kekage uh, sounds K-K-H. like someone who's too lazy to pronounce like KKH or something. Kekage. Um, uh, is that KKH? Kandang, Kandang Kerbau Hospital, right? KKH. KKH. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so people just say KKH. Hey, where, where, oh. where, where were you born, KKH? Holy shit, there's a... There's a Merriam-Webster uh, page for what is KKH. And it's literally... If it's a fee, the restaurant charges you to... If you show up with dessert, oh, is it? Dessert. Yeah. So it's under it's categorized under KKH words we're watching. So it's not actually in the dictionary yet, but it's literally a word that has already been used and invented oh, already. They have a category called words we are watching before yeah. they induct it into the official Miriam uh, Webster's dictionary. Is it? Yeah, they've not met the criteria for entry to the dictionary. Oh, but see, poops. I just educated you on a new word. Fuck you lah. At first, you think it just, it was a failed dead joke and then now you're trying to twist it into something educational. A dead joke that Please, even Merriam Webster is watching. everybody listening to this podcast. Merriam Webster is okay, watching. Man. Everybody listening to this podcast would have thought about the word cakeage. But I, I don't see no, I don't see no omelets. I don't see no omelets <laughs> in, in, this, in this list. 
<laughs> no, yeah. Amlet. I don't say Amlet for anyone apart from myself. I didn't. I don't say Amlet to you know like try and try. It's not an attempt at making a joke. But your kickage thing was clearly an attempt to make a joke. And I guarantee you, everybody who heard it cringed at that moment. Where like, fuck, Darren said this one thing that everybody was thinking about, but we just didn't say. Because that yeah. is the lowest hanging fruit, Terence. It wasn't even Preliminary hanging. Research, the fruit was on the, as far back as 1991. The fruit was on the ground. It's not even hang, low 1991, hanging. 1991, Harish. The fruit fell off the ground. They've been watching it for 30 half years. Into the ground. <laughs> Society has been, has been playing with this word for 30 years already. So And isn't that reflecting like, badly on you? Because you no. made it seem like you were the first person in the world to ever come up with the word. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I admit I was... I was uh, I could, a bit slow to the game, but at least I'm not totally against against it and just dismissing no, no, no. it. No, I'm not against the joke. word. I'm against you yeah. and your pride at coming up with it's that like, word. It's when, like your pride when you're <laughs> pronouncing "ablet." You know you're wrong, but you just keep going at it. I never say you're yeah. wrong. I never say you're wrong. I like the word. I like the word uh, "kikich," but I could okay. sense the the face white smile that you were having, like as though you're fucking Albert Einstein cracking the the code okay. of E equals to MC square when Boops. you said it, lah. Boobs, thank you for your input, Harish. Kikich is a word we're going to be hearing a lot more from now on. So I don't know why you're so why you're yeah. so uh, proud and like uh, making it seem like oh um, you won or something. No, 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 yeah. it's not. It's not. It's just I just I'm just glad we're 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 both been educated. We've both been educated. I know, today. I know. I don't have any issues with the word. I don't have any issues with the word. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah okay, so I'm just glad we learned. We learned. <laughs> it's it's important that we learn something new every day, Harish. Yes, uh, even though it's something that we all kind of knew already, KKH. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we learned. Thank we you, Darrens. Thank but you, yeah. Darrens. You you clearly brightened my day. Yeah, but but let us know lah. What do you guys think about this KKH? Yeah, incident lah. Because it's a, uh, I don't know. It's a. Uh, there seem to be some people who are really against having to pay for for the use of a kick, and uh, I love to hear a convincing argument why lah. You know, mm, yeah. Other yeah. than always, always with this, the way it's always been. That is not really argument, lah, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Then, if, but give us yeah. another convincing argument if you can. Yeah, yeah if they, if they are a fan of the thing, the way things have always been, then you throw away your smartphone, lah. You go and throw your smartphone, lah. Yeah, yeah, that's how it's always been, lah. Yeah, yeah, but cool. Okay, but cool. Okay. So talk about what is? Yeah, since it's been a week or so. Mm. Like what is your one short comment? There should be quite a number. Yeah, uh, there has been quite a, a number, and uh, it's nice to to read through all of them. Um, and but one thing that stuck out to me was uh, long time uh, redditor uh, Jungle Jimbo post just started a new thread about the potential of a Yalabad discussion topic being the Disney film Lightyear being released with an NC sixteen rating, which we we briefly spoke about earlier in this episode. But a comment there. By Internet Lurker ninety six uh, reads throwback to this old video by MOF regarding a similar controversy surrounding the Beauty and the Beast movie, um, and it was a video that we <laughs> released in twenty seventeen uh, yeah. with the fictional character that we created called Sensar Singh. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like a like a like a spoof video, and the fact that this person remembered that video just warmed my heart, man. Yeah, um, awesome. and and if you've just been listening to us uh, without having seen any of our videos, yeah, we'll add a link in the show notes and it'll give you some idea of uh, who who we were like four years ago. Yeah, four years yeah. ago. Yeah, four years ago. Four, yeah. five years ago. Oh shit, five years, five ago, years yeah. ago. Yeah. So shout out to the internet lurker ninety six for remembering that man. Uh yeah, I mean, my what's your comment is uh, I just got to, I just got to. Give you a very easy alley whoop lah. It's mm. up for you to dunk it, but uh, but just the economist six posted about asking about one shook things you've tried. I would like to ask if anyone else tried one shook things recommended by Terence Harish. I just watched Top Gun in IMAX as recommended by Terence, and it was awesome. Um, like yeah lah, like 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 I promised in my one shook thing, it was mm. a fucking awesome experience lah. And then, uh, but but majestic economist adds. On the other hand, I tried Singles Inferno as recommended by Harish, and it was terrible. I couldn't get past fifteen minutes. What about anyone else? Mm. So Harish, I think uh, I just thought this was an awesome comment, but I want to just give the give you the floor to to try and uh, convince uh, Majesty Economist to give uh, Singles Inferno a bit more than fifteen minutes. Uh. 
So first of all, I think you use the analogy alley oop uh, totally wrongly, because uh, alley oop traditionally someone sets up someone else to do a brilliant dunk, much yeah. to the adoration of everyone watching lah. Whereas yeah, I yeah. felt just now that was a very poor alley oop, because you were kind sure, of sure. like playing on the fact that someone disagreed with my recommendation, uh, which doesn't feel yes. good, okay, as opposed yeah. to a dunk. Okay, it's an alley oop, but you are like right now you're flawed. You're on the floor. No, you're it's an alley oop to yourself. Floor, right? Is an alley oop to yourself <laughs> where you dunk the ball through the net right onto my head. Um, but, but the second yeah. point is, I think everyone has a right to their own opinion. And if you watch it for 15 minutes and you didn't feel it, I'm totally fine with that, man. I don't need to 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 convince you uh, why it's it's great, lah. I so respect not, other people's it's preference. Not a hill, not a hill you'll die on, lah. Uh, no, la, no, no, no. Like I can imagine singles with Fono being so polarizing. Um, I just really enjoy it, lah. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay, man. Okay. So, yeah. so your alley oop. I don't know, man. I think you alley oop yourself, um, yeah. and then you were cheering and like it was more. I think you you alley oop yourself, like, to yourself. But yeah, I think I just bounced it off the board, caught it myself, slam dunk. Yeah, that's right. After I passed it to you and I expected you to do something similar, but yeah, you already like. But how much was alley oop that? How much was alley oop that? But just just talking about how great single Sifuru was, like. I mean, it was it was great, like. I loved it, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but again, it's not a hill that you want to die on. So yeah, it's okay. not a hill that I want to die on. Uh, because okay. yeah, if you didn't like it, well, uh, cool, 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 cool. But no matter, there's still always another chance. You want to take a step at giving a one shock thing. Yeah, I mean, I also want to add loved by everybody. I also want to add that there are some other people who also commented on that thread saying they did follow my recommendation and they enjoyed my recommendations. <laughs> So just want to clarify that it's not just Terence who has one shock things that people try and like lah. Awesome, yeah, yeah. It's But okay. uh, yeah, my yes. one shock thing is actually a Reddit thread that went viral two years ago on the Singapore subreddit, uh, and it's called Beyond Uniqlo, a step by step style guide for Singaporean dudes. Yeah. So it's gotten over 2k upvotes and 1k shares. So if you're listening to this and you're a Yalabad redditor. You may have seen this, but basically, this person kind of just talks about like, um, yeah, lah. Like, uh, I think I think Uniqlo now has become so common that more a lot of guys just use it as their baseline wardrobe. Uh, yeah. So this person just broke it down into like a five part guide to think about how to get clothes outside of Uniqlo, lah. And it was like. Yeah. How to decide your best color, uh, and with a simple litmus test of using silver or gold next to your face, and figuring out if you look better with gold, chances are you uh, have a warm undertone. If you look better with silver, you have a cool undertone. And then they just recommend certain colors that go well with you. Then choosing fabrics, uh, cuttings, and it was just a very easy read with some some little tips that I never thought of before. So, for example, choosing fabrics, right? This person just says that okay, when you're when you're Um, looking for a t-shirt or something, you just scrunch it up with your fist and release. And if there are a lot of creases, then you know that okay lah, it's it's going to be tough to iron lah. That one I can imagine a lot of people saying, yeah, of course that's obvious. But another yeah. one that I that I that I that I read that was super interesting is it if you are buying like a t-shirt from a stack and you see a stack of the same t-shirts there, reach for the just put your hand in the middle and see whether it's warm or cold. If it's cold, mm. then you know that okay lah, it. It regulates heat better, lah, and it's and it's um, it it doesn't you won't feel very warm wearing it. Then I was reading it, I was like, oh shit! And it's gotten so much uh, such a good response that the person has now posted a more visual piece on Medium, and is it they're going to post more content for men's fashion? Mm, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So so I just thought, oh fuck, this is some good shit, man. I don't know what the demographic or profile of the person who wrote this is, but uh, yeah, it was great. It was great. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna go go build a throwback. I'm sure you've recommended this before, lah. But mm. uh, but more recently, I just started. I mean, I, I did watch it a few episodes before, but I, I just didn't really get into it the last the last round. Mm. But this time, I just forced myself to sit through a few more episodes, and uh, yeah, and suddenly, I, I it clicked for me already. Uh, community, mm. you know, Dan Harmon's community has clicked for me. Oh and, shit! Uh, and because they're just such short twenty minute episodes. They they really fill in the time for me now when I watch it on Netflix. Oh, maybe shit. maybe it's due to just hearing more about Dan Harmon like as a person, following his Instagram and just liking his general sense of humor uh, mm. a lot more lah. I mean, we know of him from Rick and Morty definitely, but 
but Rick and Morty, you know, it, it, as um, it's an animation, So it's a, it's a tougher sell for when when I'm trying to think of what I want to watch and and you know just when I have just a short amount of time and all that mm. but, but community has been uh, yeah been like just 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 uh just enjoying it a lot more than I thought I I, I did the last time. So you you're on which season now? Still the first first season oh, only. Fuck. But but wow. it's just like I actually like look forward to to watching it. Oh that is great. What made you want to try it again? Like, I remember, remember I, I think my one shock thing recently was a Dan Harmon uh, interview that mm. he did with the uh, woodworking talk show. Mm, mm, uh, mm. and just just his general sense of humor and everything. I was like, hey, if if he if he's so funny like in real life and everything, I'm I'm just thinking what a live action series by him. Uh, should be like that. And it was, it was, yeah, it's pretty, it's been pretty good uh, so far. Oh, that is awesome. Of yeah. course, part of me is like, I told you how many fucking times Terrence said it's a good show. And no, you're no, like, but, no, but, but no, the truth no, is, I had to no. sit through like at least four episodes. Uh. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it got, it was, it's more than the usual like uh, two episodes of Netflix. Yeah. That I usually give Netflix shows. Uh. It's an acquired taste. Like. It's an acquired yeah. taste. And, yeah, and one, if you carry on watching, you would see because he left the show, I think season four. Yeah. And he came back in season six. And you can see it. You can see how much of him is in the show because when he leaves, there is a difference. Yeah, that's true. Oh, you just yeah. started season one. It's going to get better, man. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, that's, that's, the, that's the one shook thing. That feeling of discovering something that has been around for so long and has such a strong community. So, mm. so that's cool. Cool. But yeah. That's awesome. All right. Awesome, awesome. Cool. cool All right. Uh, Peace. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone, and talk to y'all soon.